it's you, B. Oh. Ah. I asked I'm, you first. I'm Lucas DeRider, and I'm recording. I'm also Lucas DeRider, and recording. J'accuse! You are we... an imposter! <laughs> My brain is also kind of fried today. Hey, me too. Oh, Ryan's gonna have to do some heavy lifting this sode. On this sode. Oh man, did you catch that last night's sode of Westworld? I didn't, but I heard Dolores is. I don't. I haven't seen it yet. Don't actually give me a real spoiler. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it tonight. I... Dolores is doing what she usually does, and uh, shenanigans ensue. Ah, oh, shenanigans. That's my favorite part of Westworld. I realized, and <laughs> the I don't know why this makes me giggle every time, but if you just add and, and shenanigans ensue to the end of any plot description, it makes me giggle. I, I know. It's because you say it all the time. <laughs> I don't say it all the time. So Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson are stuck on an island with a lighthouse, and after a storm strands them there, shenanigans ensue. Is this the sitcom <laughs> spinoff of The Lighthouse? Da, 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 da. That's me, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, is that his character's name? Yeah. Hi, I'm Willem Dafoe, and I'm Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson no. as Willem Dafoe. Oh, Jesus. We make an unlikely pair, but you'll find that we have plenty to offer on the lighthouse. Okay, two things sprung to my mind. The first is I wonder if that movie hits any different now that we're in quarantine. And the second is I would love, a, you know, a stranded on an island, like a Gilligan's Island, like some kind of setup like that. But it's one actor playing every character. Oh, like canon or they the the characters lost their mind and there's a bunch of like no side like like, like a canon all of these characters are real people and they are going oh, crazy okay. but it is one actor playing all of them but they're a all la, played by like um, Ron Artest or something yeah it's like orphan black but on an island on a deserted island i guess or what was uh, what was the Eddie Murphy movie well Eddie Murphy has done that a couple of times Big but, Mama's? Yeah. I mean, I think you're thinking of Tyler Perry more than Eddie Murphy. No, I thought Eddie Murphy... Uh, d is it Dr. Do... Mm. I thought it was like... I don't know. But well, yeah. he did that in Coming to America. He played like a couple of characters. I was thinking of Orphan Black, where they have that. But I think it's clones is the explanation in Orphan Black. So there is an in-universe reason. They don't just like not, you know, reference the fact that it's the same person. <laughs> The Nutty played. Professor. I was thinking of the Nutty Professor. That's a that's a deep cut right there for 3 p.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, just, day. I just now realized that the actor that I chose in my mind that'd be best for that scenario, uh, I, I, I chose Will Arnett, but I said Ron Artest. <laughs> yeah, no, you said Ron Artest, and I, I was did. like, I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> I'm not going to give any No, I, I said Ron Artest, that. and immediately I'm like, wait... <laughs> 
Yep. What? You can't take it back now. Now no. you've got a show with no. 15 Ron Artest. No. He also doesn't go by Ron Artest I know, anymore. not meta. <laughs> he goes by meta. meta World Peace. Can you deal with 15 Meta World Pieces? <laughs> no. I absolutely cannot. Well, now you have to watch it because you came up with it and... You've got a uh, creator credit. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I don't want my name tied to this. Yep, this is going to be your legacy. I don't want this on my resume. This is a career killer. You better churn out those scripts. I mean, Andrew, it'll be fine. You'll do like seven or eight of these, and then you'll write a short television series that's a masterpiece. And then, yeah, people will just jokingly refer to you as the guy who made this fucking movie. Yeah. Or you'll make seven of these, and then you'll make, like, an epic, over-the-top action thriller, like, none-ever-before-seen, where it's basically one long car chase, and people will just jokingly refer to you as the guy that did the Meta World Peace fucking island stranding show. Who are we referring to in both of these scenarios? I was referring to George Miller. I believe Lucas was referring to Craig Mason. Wait, I thought George Miller was a fairly respected director even before... Uh, he, um, he is. It's just that yeah. he also did Happy Feet. What else did he do other the, than Mad Max? All, all the other Mad Max movies. Yeah. So other than Mad Max... I mean, like... And yeah, also Mad was, Max wasn't, like, you know, that big. It wasn't, uh, like, an well, un- it, unfettered success one of the classics that everyone knows well in in this scenario in this universe if i'm the george miller of you know ron artest gilligan's island (laughs) then then this would be like a really good movie and then i'd make like three or four like ron artest gilligan's island movies that are all like fairly solid and then one like 40 years later that's even better but then also in the middle do like onward (laughs) two Onward too, huh? Yeah. It's a, that's, a, that's a choice. Is this time it's the dad's top half and it's not nearly as compelling? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Jeez. Is, it, is this one compelling? I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. Oh, really? Yeah, I watched it. Was it good? I, it was Pixar. No. Yeah, I heard no, it was no. good. They kind of... They, they, they didn't sell it very well in the advertising, though, From is my understanding of the situation. Wait, is it, is it a Pixar movie? I thought it was yeah. just Disney. Yeah. No, it's no, Pixar. Pixar. Oh, okay. It's not it's not a full-blown Pixar movie in the way that Soul is probably going to be, mm. where it's like the classic, what if blank had feelings or whatever, <laughs> you know, thing that they usually use. It was definitely a bit of a departure and a little Disney-fied, but... I mean, it was good. Like, it was, what are you talking was... about? I thought Onward was, what if legs have feelings? <laughs> <laughs> what if a D&D board had feelings? Sure, you could do that. Also, but like then Soul's logline would be not great, because I believe it's like the first movie focused on the African-American community, so it would be like, what if black people had feelings? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Which is not great. Hopefully they've broken out of that formula. Of what if our feelings had feelings? What if toys had feelings? All that stuff. Because, yeah. (laughs) It would be a little offensive. So, what are we doing? What is this? We are doing episode 13 of the Quarantine Cast, brought to you by Volunteer Viewing, being recorded on April 6th, 2020. I believe this is 14. Is it? We just need to say the days. We really <laughs> just need to say the dates, guys. 
I think I think uh, quarantine's starting to get to you, Lucas. You're repeating I mean, the days. Six I, weeks I from now, Lucas is gonna be like episode nine of the following yeah. reviewing quarantine cast. Welcome to episode eleven d four of the quarantine cast. Oh, episode fourteen. I stand corrected. Yeah, it was fourteen. Okay. Two Classic. full weeks. Well, oh god, even longer than that since we only do these on weekdays. Yeah, man. Three full weeks almost. Um, how are you guys holding up? What were you guys doing when you were fourteen? What was your deal? I think I I think at the time I thought of myself as someone who was doing really well, but I just wasn't. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> Why weren't you doing really well, Andrew? I, I was a fucking skinny nerd. <laughs> Oh, who wasn't? Does that mean not doing well? Jesus, you can do well and be a skinny nerd. I don't know. I mean, like I wasn't really good at anything. Like eventually, I got good. I I got good at uh, like running, just the simplest sport, (laughs) if you can even call it that. Is that the only thing that counts? Is like things that you can be good at? Is like sports? Well, no, but I wasn't really good at anything else. I mean, I mean, obviously, I wasn't creative. We we all know that. Um, I, I, what this, were you doing? Like, what I was, was your? I was still in the band. I was still in the band at this point. So fourteen. Were you good at band? No, I oh. was terrible at the trumpet. <laughs> I was second trumpet because there were literally no good trumpet players. The first first trumpet was also not good. It's just that he was older. But like, I'm like, I was really bad at it, and I also didn't enjoy it. <laughs> so so I quit. <laughs> Why'd you do this? I, well, I I did it. I started doing it in like sixth grade because I thought it'd be really cool and I still was just never good at it. And I always thought I'm going to get good at this and it's going to be really cool. And then eventually I realized like, okay, I'm, I'm still not any closer to being good at this. And I am now realizing that it will also not be cool even if I am. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, and I'm not having fun. I don't know why I'm doing this. Um, Interesting. So when you watched Whiplash... And even a small part of you go like, what if? And like, <laughs> think about picking back up the trumpet and like, oh, okay. I could actually be cool again. If Whiplash made you want to start playing music, <laughs> then you took the wrong message out of that movie. But like, I could see like a small part in you obviously not wanting to go to that fictional music school, but like being like, no, oh, huh, I, I remember the trumpet. That was kind of cool. Well, maybe I could actually. Uh, I mean, I mean, like I, I constantly think about how cool it would be to play an instrument, but it, I never think about the trumpet anymore. I uh, always think, like, man, it'd be really cool to like be able to play the guitar, or like the drums. So if I handed you a trumpet and some sheet music, you couldn't even like, no, play not, anymore. No, not not whatsoever. I mean, Damn. just could absolutely not do it because you can't read sheet music, or because of the instrument itself. Like, could, can you still read sheet music? No, I, I can't. I mean, that would that would be the big problem. Like, I could still, I could still probably just like from muscle memory, like figure out how to make certain sounds with the trumpet. And again, mm-hmm. I was never good at it. Like, I could just like have a rudimentary understanding of it, but I could not read sheet music anymore. Interesting. I'm not gonna lie. If you asked, if someone asked me what musical instrument did Andrew play in middle school band, as like a weird newlywed game question <laughs> i i would have probably said saxophone <laughs> yeah i don't know no. why Sa- saxophone would have been cooler i mean, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i chose trumpet it's 
it was a bold selection. Oh man, I out. if I ever had friends that you know started an indie cover band, I could play a couple of cake songs with them. You could do ska. Oh, yeah. you could be the dudes, man. <laughs> but I mean, like that—that's what Andrew was up to at that point. Not doing well in band, and just starting to figure out, like, oh yeah, this is how I could get across country. I just run faster. <laughs> that is a way to do it. So yeah, fourteen was what eighth eighth grade. I was eighth about grade to say are freshman we, year. Yeah, right? are we talking eighth grade or are we talking freshman year with fourteen? I mean either. I, I, okay. The year that you were fourteen. I, I think okay. of it. I think of it more as freshman year. Even though I'm now realizing that I turned fifteen like five days into freshman year. Yeah. <laughs> um, I turned fifteen at the very like after freshman year ended. So I was fourteen basically most freshman year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. And how were you doing? I was doing fine. Um, I was still playing three sports, you know, still coming mm-hmm. off that post middle school glow. <laughs> I had, I had quite the middle yet. school experience. Um, it was very positive. Were you just the um, absolute shit in middle school? Yeah, I thought I'd, I'd mention, I might not have talked about it on the podcast, but yeah, I was kind of like a big deal in middle school. <laughs> I was, that definitely came up amongst us college friends. I know it did. No, no. It, you guys it, might I, not have yeah, known. Yeah, it's, it's coming back now. <laughs> yeah. No, it, I, I was, I, and there was memes made about it because there was that picture with the two <laughs> girls at eighth grade graduation and they were like, Ryan's Mr. Studio Girl. And I was like, I did actually date both of those girls. And like, <laughs> it was a whole thing. Yeah, I was like the president of the school. and of the like, cool guys club. <laughs> no, I was literally the president of the class and then also like played three sports and was like a star singer who sang all like the solos and choir and stuff. Like that was a relatively big deal in middle school, which is fucking dumb, but like, yeah, thing. So I guess I was still riding that way freshman year more than anything. Like hadn't really found out how to be a human being yet, uh, you know. Freshman year football was annoying because the coach had a, like a couple of favorites, and I remember oh he would always put me into block, and then those favorites he would pull in to like run the pass plays. So I was literally a wide receiver that only blocked. So that was annoying. That was like my biggest problem in life. <laughs> <laughs> coach um, won't let me run routes. Yeah, man. Coach <laughs> just makes me block constantly. But I mean, I'm still a football player and like bigger than most people on the team, and like you know doing pretty well otherwise so not really a big problem but yeah i don't know pretty boring 14 was not a fantastic year i think what so at the end of i can't remember if it was the end of freshman year or end of sophomore year i don't know it was a whole thing but what about you lucas how was your so you would have been eighth grade because you were born in the was, summer he was an old boy yeah how was your eighth grade how was um, your 14 i good i guess like huh. it <laughs> it's eighth grade like what do you I, it it's a vibe it's a real vibe i got it's such it. I it's mean, such a vibe cl- that bo burnham made a movie about it <laughs> <laughs> i mean i remember classes still being so easy that like i don't know i maybe i'm exaggerating this but i think they let me just like not go to class a lot because I was in the gifted and talented program. And it's like, yeah, if you want to do job shadowing or some other thing, just make sure you fill out the worksheets and it'll be fine. And that's what I did. And it was fine. Um, yeah. Like a, I, 
Eighth grade was forgettable. Like, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I killed it. Um, it's kind of... <laughs> I, I knocked I it how, out. Nailed I love it. how different all three of our responses are. Andrew's like, it sucked. And I'm like, I don't know. It was whatever. And you were like, nah, nah fucking nailed it. <laughs> Looking back, no regrets at all. None. <laughs> pretty much um, on point. It's kind of weird that mine and Andrew's middle school doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Oh shit! It got knocked yeah. down. No, it, they turned it into a uh, an apartment building. It was oh. it was like condemned by the state. Um, so they turned it into a place where people well, live. I mean, like they. I mean, they really <laughs> renovated it. Like I'm pretty sure okay. they. It sounds like they gutted most of it. Um, it was like they could have renovated it into being a better school. <laughs> they they could have, but it. I think the school district didn't want to spend the money. Um, I think it was. Like, they decided it was cheaper to just build another middle school, which it was. Oh, if they built a new school, then yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They didn't They didn't just, like, scatter the, the kids the to the winds. Yeah. They, I mean, that's what happens a lot of the time. No, times, I, I so. know. That's what I'm saying. Like, they like they built a new school. It was, like, yeah, a, a fairly for the best. simple building. Yeah. Cool. My school, schools in my district always got passed down. So, like, my oh. middle school was the old high school. And my yeah. elementary school was the old middle school. So, like, when a building got old and they built a new one, that would just become the new high school, and then they would, like, pass it all the way down. I feel like that happens a lot. Right? And I think since then, they have now built a new intermediate school, Mm -hmm. which is in between. It's for, like, the fourth and fifth graders in between elementary school and middle school. Um, And that was, like, the first new building in, like, 40 years that didn't just get passed down one notch. (laughs) So, yeah. I I don't know. um... Yeah, my middle school was, uh, or it had been the high school that my dad went to. Yeah, So that definitely happened in our community, yeah. My middle school was my parents' high school. Hmm. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I guess it made sense. The middle school was really nice and big. The elementary school, I remember, like, when I was in middle school thinking, like, how the fuck was this a middle school? (laughs) Like, it's really small. (laughs) There's not nearly enough room for, like, all the classrooms and everything, but... Yeah, you know, I guess they figured it out. Mm. And also, I remember the ceilings being really low and it being mm. just generally really restrictive. Like, I would have felt like I couldn't breathe going to middle school there. <laughs> and then I wouldn't have emerged as a true superstar <laughs> in the same way from the ages of 11 to 13. <laughs> so you just naturally were popular and Lucas... I guess so, yeah. Lucas became, like kind of popular because he was like really smart and like head of the class and stuff i didn't become kind of popular until i got you know good at sports and that was sure. only because i decided that i just absolutely would not allow myself to be slower <laughs> i'm like i cannot live with myself andrew you need to be faster yeah i i think people kind of when you're in high school you definitely inflate your idea of what doing well in high school is oh yeah but looking back i think it's fair to say that like we all we all did well to knocking it out of the park yeah like no i don't think any of us had like an actual like rough go of it like some people just really really do not do well in high school hmm I was fine in high school. Like, I, I definitely peaked in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I had friends, like, I had a friend group. I was cool with, like, 99% of people. Like, I could call most guys in the grade, like, at least an acquaintance. Like, I was one of those guys. I wasn't, like, Mr. Congeniality who, like, 
was super chill and everyone loved him. He was the coolest guy ever. I was just like a guy, you know. Middle school, I was the guy. <laughs> I was like literally the guy who did it all. So so we all know what a, a peaked in high school guy looks yeah. like now. What does a peaked in middle school guy look like? You know, like let, let's imagine that <laughs> working you working in Los Angeles. I was going to say <laughs> moved halfway across the country. I, I was going to say like let's imagine you're an outlier and that you don't count. Like what? Like what? What's what, your average peaked in middle school guy look like? Yeah, yeah. Because oh, obviously there are still some peaked in high school guys that go off to be successful. Yeah. They sell used cars and yeah, like, yep, live yeah. in hometown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what does a peak to middle school guy do? Oh shit. They die yeah. probably, right? Like <laughs> I was gonna say die or they are selling hard drugs. Hon- yeah, honest but actually, yeah, you're right, Lucas. Like yep. now that I think about it, the other kids that were popular in middle school and then like kind of like burnt like didn't weren't as popular in high school they all do, got into drugs. They do sell <laughs> drugs now, don't they, Lucas? Well they all got into drugs and that's like why they faded in high school, you know, like they, they, they got so disenfranchised with the system and everything that they just pulled the eject cord, you know, and they then... burned so bright, but so fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I, I had a different trajectory where I just kind of like, you know, wasn't as big of a deal in high school, whereas a lot of them, yeah, they like would fall off the face of the earth. Like some of the kids that were literally some of the most popular kids in all of middle school would then, yeah, like get into drugs or like you know start hanging out with older kids that were total losers and yeah Mm. get into drugs so yeah i guess that's what most peaked in middle school people look like looking back at it i i I think you're right like thinking of like the really popular kids and in middle school you know a lot of them just just fucking turn out to be fucking losers well that's what happens right like if you're really popular and cool for your age you probably start seeking out older kids yeah you elevate yourself be a great influence yeah. and the next thing you know yeah, you're it's not like, able to i'm 13 and yeah and my friend is 19 and he sells me weed sure well like i feel like it's the difference between being like jordan belfort cool and like superman cool you know like yeah. if you're jordan belfort cool you're like a, a genuinely cool person that everyone's like holy shit like what i want to be around that that's like a force of nature if you're superman cool you're like white bread boring cool and I guess that was me, you know, like the, the kid who got insanely good grades was like one of the best singers in the school, was the president of the class, played all the sports like that. That's kind of boring, white bread, shitty Superman. Cool. You seem and like the guy that me. develops anxiety and depression in college, like the rest of yeah, us. Not in college, definitely in high school towards the end. So, yeah, that's fair. No, I guess technically you could say I also peaked in college. Like, if you look at it that way. Ryan, like, Ryan just continues to peak. He's like the stock market. Yeah. <laughs> just ebbs and flows. Like, He's like, I peaked in middle school, then had, you know, like a little bit of a sell-off. And, you know, yeah. went down in high school. And then, then my a bit of a bear market in high school. Yeah, and then in, straight back to bull market in college. And then a mild bear market when uh, the coronavirus hit. And then <laughs> right back to bull market post-coronavirus because he started sowing his wild oats and getting out of the house more <laughs> after after that shit ended because he was like holy shit this is a privilege not a not a right <laughs> never know you can write the narrative itself although then what's the next uh, probably like getting divorced right and oh my house god or something. 
And then the next flow is like getting remarried to someone who was better for you all along, like the girl next door, some and bullshit. Re, like building that wealth back up and yeah. appreciating it more and becoming the CEO. Still then, finding then time next... for your kid, even though Karen is the one that has custody <laughs> like 90% of the time. But then the next ebb has to be like nuclear, like holy shit, <laughs> life ruining. And but then the next flow has to be like they're you're elected president of the United <laughs> States. Like, and the, the ebbs and flows are going to get so gargantuan. It'll be like the late 1800s in the stock market. I mean, like, you need you need <laughs> no regulation. Out, you need to find out if you're going to end on an ebb or a flow. Yeah, <laughs> is it? Yeah, that that ending will be. Whoo! Is is becoming president the you know the flow or is there an ebb after that? There's got to be an ebb after that, right? And then a flow where you're just like King President Holt uh, recorded having secret meetings with Chinese government about <laughs> selling land at reduced costs and and uh, yeah. nuclear power shipments and bring an ebb to the end of the presidency, but then you go like full Jimmy Carter, yeah, like changing the world and making it a better place for like the rest of your life as a as a flow again after the ebb. Yeah. I. Never Jimmy know. Carter might be the biggest comeback in U.S. politics in Jim, a Jimmy while. Carter is one of the best people to have ever been president, but right. not a great president. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's like, like, it, show, it goes to show you that it's not always the best people that make the best leaders, as mm-hmm. shitty as it sounds. Like, yeah. you, I, I don't think that even the people on the farthest right will be like, that was a shitty human. They'll just be like, he was a bad yeah, president. he wasn't cut out. Yeah, he was really, really <laughs> shitty. Whereas, like, Democrats will usually be like, yeah, he wasn't great, but he was alright. Yeah, yeah. Well, look at all the humanitarian stuff he does. What a great guy. <laughs> like, Props to you, JC. No, seriously, Jimmy Carter, like, top, top three probably presidents in terms of, like, People. positive effect they had yep. on, the, on the world, even though it wasn't while he was president that he <laughs> had that positive effect. Like, for sure. Big fan of JC. And not the one you're thinking yeah. of. <laughs> it, it is the day after Palm Sunday. Where we sure. all gather around to... And lay palms? What do you do on it, Palm Sunday? We, we appreciate how even though Jimmy Carter's uh, political <laughs> career died, he later rose from the political grave to save us all. It's JC Monday after Palm Sunday. Yeah. Yes. It happens every year annually. Carter Carter Mondays. Carter Monday. That sounds like a really shitty like vocalist for a rock band. Carter Monday. Carter Monday. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Carter Monday and the Rockettes. <laughs> the Rockettes. We need to do a clap sync on yeah, that. We now. need to. Yeah. Holy to shit. Ripcord. That just, that just kept building that episode. Improv. Yeah, I felt like felt like fourteen might be a decent topic to delve into. Did not understand that it would be the full length, but hey. Yeah, this. Way. I, it, well, I mean, it. We we did technically have two 
conversations. I don't remember sure. if if the weird Gilligan's Island thing bled into the fourteen <laughs> thing at all. I don't know if there also, was a segue I, there or there wasn't. I, I I basically took over and went like, "Hey, what are we doing?" Lucas introed, and I was like. I think I, I had it in the back of my head that Lucas was about to start off conversation and I interrupted him. So it was in the back of my head that entire time that we were talking like, hey, be sure to toss back to Lucas so that you're not rude. And <laughs> we just kept talking and I was like, yeah, we're never going to get back to whatever Lucas had to say. I mean, well, it's tur- I don't even remember if I had anything to say, but it turns out we're doing a bunch of these. So oh God. it doesn't even matter. Stay um, tuned for tomorrow when we talk about when we were 15. <laughs> Um, What's gonna happen in episode twenty five? Be, before oh, no. before we shut off, I do want to say one one uh, quarantine related uh, piece of not not news. It's and it's it's somewhere between news and a meme because it's just something I found on Facebook that a relative uh, reposted. Um, it says, "I don't want a stimulus check. I want my friend's business to survive." How many of you will share this? Like, I, I always love that. I'm like, I bet none of you will share this thing that yeah. old people always post. Um, but then, you know, like the comments below are this dude arguing with people about how uh, like the stimulus is bad because it's going to make the economy crash. And mm-hmm. then therefore, like businesses will suffer and that kind of stuff. And then after that, it's him absolutely begging people to give him their stimulus checks because mm. he has a business and he's a business owner. And so he won't get a stimulus check, I guess. And he's like, my business won't survive. You guys have to like donate to me. And then they're like, well, they're like, we have kids. Like we got to take care of our own. And he's like, you can just give me part of it. Like you can give me like does, a fourth of your stimulus check. Come Jesus. on. Do, does, does he not qualify for the business loans that are also very much yeah there's a lot of sba loans i know i mean he he may be lying or he may just have had a shitty business (laughs) that didn't have income anyway (laughs) yeah he was failing beforehand and now he's using it as a as a cheap excuse yeah Yikes. But yeah, he's like you. Like the government can't give a stimulus that'll bankrupt everyone. Please give me your stimulus. <laughs> That's socialism. A little bit of socialism, please. Socialism is only good when I'm the one getting the money. <laughs> Truth. That would have been the episode title if we titled these. I thought it was going to be peaked at middle school. <laughs> Bye!